What do you want to do? I don't know. We don't have an intro. Welcome to podcast episode 16. This is the Glazier Gamble. Fun fact for people out there, 30 million people have tried to create podcasts. Less than 10% of them have gone beyond episode 10. And 90% of those people haven't posted in the last 60 days. So we're here for you. No matter if we're putting out good content or not, we're at least here, you know. We can tweet that. We showed up. We showed up. There's schools around the country right now that are giving automatic 50% grades to middle schoolers just for showing up. So God, I would killed for that. So, you know, we're at least 50% okay here, right? Just saying. Oh, but we're not. <laughs> well, right. I am Michael Glazier. He is Joe Reibold. We have Twitters. We're on YouTube. We're on Spotify. And we're here to talk, talk to you about um, things that are very interesting like sports and marvel this section that you clicked on here is sports and uh, we got some nba news nfl news for you if you like what you have to hear uh, like what you see what you have to hear today you can't leave now that you're here uh just like subscribe listen. and you know listen. yeah listen uh yeah like subscribe and you know come see us next week follow us on twitter for updates all that good stuff because we'll constantly be posting whether you want us to or not or whether it's good content or not yeah it's the seventh today so we got the 14th next with the 21st after that and then we have october 28th which is a thursday anything uh in store for the viewers october 28th on october 28th because it's spooky season we will be dressed up which I picked up two tubs of costumes today. So we got, got some good ones. Um, yeah. I think that was, those were clothes set out for the. Yeah, it was outside this place called Salvation Army or something. But they were just sitting outside. You have to go around back to this like drop off area. There were just tubs laying out. So <laughs> I took a couple. Figured that was nice. That's Peace. Yeah. Free stuff. It's free spooky season, freaky season. Let's go. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, let's get into it. First thing we got for you today is NBA news. I don't believe we have Ben Simmons news, but maybe he'll pop up at some point. We'll throw um, his tag in there for for the views. Right. <laughs> Since those are our most viewed clips, we are mentioned all Ben, ben Simmons. Simmons. So, all right. Uh, so preseason has started just like most sports it's preseason so i could not care less i don't think um however minnesota timberwolves have a player who is no longer a rookie this is going into his sophomore year and he looked jaden mcdaniels well jaden mcdaniels but uh anthony edwards we mentioned in a previous episode anthony edwards said that or they his representation said he grew two inches yeah he grew he grew said that when he i watched a clip of him dunking I did not yeah, just, know it was him. Yeah, he. It, I don't know how to explain it. I was like, he. You can tell, like he clearly grew. He's like, it looked like a different player. I didn't realize that that was Anthony. He, he didn't look like a guard. He didn't look like a guard. Yeah, he was like, like small forward best. Absolutely. He just, he just, he just pushed Brandon Ingram out of the way too. Well, Brandon, Brandon Ingram's, Ingram's very 11. thin. 
Yeah. 6'11, 130. Eh, that's giving him probably an extra 20 pounds, but yeah, he's very that's, uh, He's a big boy now. He's big, like, and it's, he's muscular. He the, he's always been, he the, like, ripped. Yeah, he had the NBA body coming in. Yeah, that was, like, his big and thing was he was ready for it. Yeah, he's a thick his, boy. Yeah, his big thing. He's just ready for the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a requirement. But, yeah, he looks big now. He looks very, He doesn't even look like the same player, so I'm excited to see how he adjusts to the new weight because it took Anthony Davis half a season when he hit that growth spurt. Right. He had to get used to it. And that's also when he started getting more hurt because his body wasn't used to it so i'm interested to see how anthony edwards reacts to the weight change and the height change uh so the wolves ran out a starting lineup of d'angelo russell anthony edwards josh akogi Jaden mcdaniels and cat with beasley coming off the bench love it love Um, it so chris finch stated uh, today yesterday or something they asked him basically what they feel of beasley's role going forward and Chris Finch said, usually for a good NBA team, you need to have uh, six to eight quality or seven or eight quality starters on your team. So if you think about that, Pat Bev could probably start. Beasley could probably start. Torian Prince could probably start. You know, so six to eight is right kind of what we have. And he said, so you're looking to get six to eight quality starters. And uh, for Beasley, we think is like his best role could be a starter or could not be a starter. I think his best role could be coming off the bench with the possibility of starting. Six man. So I think Chris Finch basically, yeah, he basically said that that's that bench player coming off the bench and being this just dynamic score versus the second unit is probably what he's going to. Well, Patrick Beverly is not really a score. He's like a defensive player. So Patrick Beverly coming off the bench will help. Like Beasley will still be the better scoring option over him. You got Taurine Prince, who is like not really a score well. three and D. Yep. So Beasley's still the better scorer there. Then you got uh, Nas Reed and Vando. Probably Vando or Bomaro, depending on how they're doing in practice. Beasley is definitely the best scorer out of all those, which I think he could definitely pull the Jordan Clarkson somewhere between 14 and 17 points a game off the bench. Yeah which would be amazing. Personally, I think that'd be incredible, but I love a Kogi starting because that a Kogi and McDaniels for defense allows cat D'Lo, and ant to run the offense. Their numbers. Yeah. I still, if I had to pick move McDaniels to the three, a Kogi to the bench cat to the four and make a move for a center. That's yeah. still what I want. I like yeah. the running starting lineup that they're attempting to do. I think it's, the best lineup we've had in the past couple of years. Vando is also uh, last season. Vando played really good next to Cat. Like they were like plus nine or something on the floor, like per hundred possessions or hundred whatever. So, so might do split minutes with McDaniel's. Yeah. So, like instead of one running thirty minutes and the other getting fourteen, they each get twenty-four minutes, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I like that. So uh, I like that starting lineup. It's really cool. So, very so you mentioned you mentioned Pat Beverly coming off the bench. Yeah, he got his first technical foul in the first game with the Wolves off the bench. <laughs> and uh, that's what I, we like to see. When asked about it, he basically said, "I don't give a shit." Yeah, uh, bravo. I don't give a. <laughs> yeah, he said bravo. Like, which is it, it's. I mentioned it. He's the type of guy that if he's on the other team, you probably hate him, and if he's on your team, you probably love him. Uh, it's. I mean, every team needs a dog, and Patrick Beverly's always been called the dog, and Carl yeah. Anthony Towns and D'Lo have always been called soft. So, 
get a dog in there, teach Ant. Ant's Pepe. kind of a dog. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the DC Pepe have made some comments on uh D'Angelo Russell and where he where he like sees him or like his potential. I didn't know uh, Pat Bev Pat Bev um was asked like where do you see D'Angelo Russell and he said basically like he's like don't twist my words on this. Like I put him in that same kind of uh that same kind of category as like Harden and Kyrie and stuff when it comes to like finishing like fourth quarters or something like that. Where like D'Angelo Russell is one of those things where he can go down and he can yeah, he can score like 16 points in a row and take over a fourth quarter i mean he did that with brooklyn so i think he can he's just not somebody you can count on to do that yeah and i think it's it's a it's how i know it's kind of manipulating words but like he can be one of those guys but i don't think he's one of those guys that you can count on to be that guy i think he's that guy that he does that one or two get if you go two playoff series you can expect him to do that one in each series once in each series Which yeah. might be the difference Which in winning the series got, or not? Yeah, we've got different we've got different options that can close too. Like cat can close, ant can close. It just depends who's got the. I mean, you should put you should put the weight on all three of those guys. They're all going to be out there. So yeah, another young, talented player. We actually mentioned this. Another, you know, just another wonderful example of us being way ahead of the pack. Uh, we'll get to that in our NFL section. Or you know what? Let's just drop it now. We said the Cardinals were going to take first in the their division before preseason. Just want that. We said we said Cardinals were going to take first in their division. Uh, people thought we were ridiculous. We also said Steelers were going to take last in their division, and people thought we were stupid. So you know, I mean, we are stupid. They're not wrong. Yeah, we're stupid, but we are not dumb. smart. Yeah. We may be stupid, but we're also yeah. dumb. But anyway, another player we mentioned, talked about this in a previous episode. Is DeAndre Ayton worth the max? Well, the Suns and DeAndre Ayton have stopped contract negotiations because the Suns are unwilling to give him the max, which is what he believes he deserves. Yeah, we talked about that. We said, I, I don't know. There's a lot of Suns fans that were going to take Aiden over Towns. I don't know why. Man, like he had the one really good game. One really good game in the in the Suns like playoff run. It was like what, 25 points, 21 rebounds, something like that. But then all his other games are average. Like, I don't know. Like Nurkic could put up those same numbers those other games can't think of any like another example um, i mean he was putting up numbers that steven Adams, yeah, Adams regularly put numbers up like that in okc yeah uh valentunas is similar he could put up those numbers yep so so but that's the thing so he's young you assume he might be able to develop and get better one thing so i do think deandre Ayton's worth the max however they are already spending too much money on chris paul yeah so they're way overpaying Chris Paul. So, and I've, I have not been quiet about that. On I've basically made a comment, sometimes passive-aggressive, sometimes straightforward, about Chris Paul being overpaid in multiple episodes. And if they weren't paying him that money, I'd say just give eight in the max now. The only reason they're questioning giving eight in the max is because they have to give Chris Paul 40-some million a year over the next, like, three, four, year, four years. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're like you screwed you guys self over because now I'm if I'm eight and I just walk. Yeah, go get a max somewhere else. Yep, just because you're not getting the super max, get your max somewhere else. The Suns aren't gonna. I don't. I know this is hyperbole or whatever, predicting something way in the future. Suns aren't making it to the finals again. 
not yeah. with this team. Yeah. So, and so, so what? Some you can't like that team. So your home team is the only team that can give you a five-year deal. So he's looking at a at minimum. Some team will pay him 120 for four. Right, but you decide to go to a team that's in a bigger market than Phoenix, and all of a sudden that money is made up in sponsorships. Yeah. You decide to go to one of the, you go to Sacramento because they're going to have money. Yeah. You go to Sacramento. Now you're in California. You get California sponsorships, and you're on a team that's young and upcoming. Or you, you know, you go to like a big market like that. Go to the Knicks, yeah. Boston, like Boston. Yeah, you can go to one of those teams and make tons of money back on sponsorships that you won't get in Phoenix anyway. So yeah. if I'm Aiden, I don't care about that, and I'm just like, fine. You don't want to give me a max? I'll get. Yeah, the max you don't want to give me thirty. Like, yeah, you don't want to give me thirty. Yeah. On a team that does easily, yep. and now, 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 see if you're you think Chris Paul Booker without Aiton can take you to yeah. the play. Like, I don't get what the Suns are doing, and the fact that they're the ones initiating the stopping of negotiations just tells me Aiton's gone after this year. They don't yeah. have franchise tag in the NBA. You guys yep. prepare to be go- have Aiton gone now. How old is Aiton? You know, 24, 23? Probably 24, yeah. He, tur- he just turned 23 in July. So he'll be 23 all season. You don't want to, even if you gave him a four-year super max instead or five, well, I, I don't know if the Suns can give him super max total money in four years or whatever. But so even if the Suns gave him a four-year max deal, did Booker get the super max? I don't know if you can have two super maxes per team. So even more so, so then. So has, if you yeah. so you don't want to give him the four-year max, and he he's 23. Like get him to age set or you're tw- he'll be 27 by the time that max deal is done. Yeah, just, I don't know. It's just it's weird to me. But I was I brought this up because you had written down top five under 25. Oh yeah, there was a there's a I don't know who did who did this list. It was um, a podcast. It was a podcast. Was it a, was it a podcast? Someone's yeah. podcast. Okay, well they they did a top like 25 under 25. Top yeah, top 25 under 25, something like that. Yep. Yeah. And there was two big names missing from the list. Right. The step back. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's fan sided. Fan sided, which I believe is a website. So our final 25 under 25 list is up. So, you know, it looks pretty good. Uh, let me just read the top 10 names off. All right. So you got Luca, number one, then Tatum, Zion, Trey Young, SGA, Bam, John Morant, De'Aaron Fox, DeAndre Aiden, and Brandon Ingram. Okay, you go down the list and you get down to 25, and 25 is Colin Sexton. Oh, don't forget, above Colin Sexton is Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter, Gary Trent Jr., um, DeAndre Robinson, Hunter, Mitchell Robinson, Tyrese Halliburton, Cade Jared. Cunningham, who has never played a game in the NBA. Yep. Um, Jaron Jackson, Jared Allen. I'm not a B. Yeah, OG. <laughs> so, you know, there's some questionable things here, but there's two big names that we thought could be easily top 10 worthy. One of them should probably be top four worthy. And that is Anthony Edwards is not on this list. Okay. I don't know if I'd put him top four worthy. No, not him. But uh, Jalen Brown. Oh! Oh! <laughs> who yeah. is like an established young player. He averages, what, like 24 points a game? Who's 24 years old. He's and plays only- good defense. Yeah. Which you don't get from wings yeah, a lot he's a of good time now. Young player, Sue. Great two-way player. And he played he played point guard for a couple series. So, you know, 
he's a guy that can guard the one through the four for you and play the one through the three for you. So yeah, yeah. The fact so we I was appalled by this. Like Anthony Edwards should be on this list. Anthony Edwards is better than Kevin Herter. He's better than Colin Sexton. He's better than Gary Trent Jr. He's better than DeAndre Hunter. He's better than Mitchell Robinson. I I like him better than Jaron Jackson. I think you can argue that one. And then most of the other guys above there, I think, all have stronger arguments of being better than Anthony Edwards right now. Yeah, Anthony Edwards is is, is in his second year. Exactly. Like, Except Cade Cunningham, you can't. What's your argument for Cade Cunningham right now? He hasn't played a single. And I, by the way, yeah, for those wondering, I thought the same thing when Trevor Lawrence was being put in the top players under twenty five right now. Like he hasn't paid, hadn't played a snap at that time, and now he's zero and four. Like Cade Cunningham could might be twenty five points a game on a team that wins thirteen games. I yeah, the Cade shouldn't be on this list yet, and no Anthony Edwards. So I had my theory discussion on this. So the step back is so. Before even looking at what this page was, I said this is clearly an Eastern Conference fan because look at the amount of Eastern Conference players on this list. Yeah, I thought it was because Jalen Brown's not out there. I thought this is clear an Eastern Conference fan who doesn't doesn't like the Celtics. That was my theory. I was like, this is an okay. Eastern Conference fan who doesn't like the Celtics. So he's he's a rival team of the Celtics. Okay. And I was just thinking, I was like, because that's the only thing that makes sense. Like, there's, there's like no, barely any Western Conference teams yeah. or players. You have, you have guys that are the second. So there's three Hawks, four Hawks players. There's four Hawks players on that list. Yeah, this is clearly an Eastern Conference fan because they don't. They're clearly there not should be watching. Two. Those two should be on there. Yeah, they're yeah. top two. Yep, absolutely. absolutely. Trey Young's and John Trey Young and John Collins should both be on this list. But Kevin Herter and DeAndre Hunter, I, I'm sure there are plenty of Western Conference young players under 25 that could be on there. But anyway, the reason I thought that was just because of those reasons. I did some more look into the step back. They are Cleveland Cavaliers fans. Okay. So there you go. So LeBron James fan with the Cleveland Cavaliers had rivalry with the Celtics when he was on the Cavs. Okay. And that, I think that's it. He was their Cleveland Cavaliers fan who that liked the Cavs when LeBron was on there. He had the issue with the Celtics. The Celtics won with their big three. I think I, I'm that's my thing. There's their okay. Eastern Conference fan who doesn't like the Celtics probably because the Celtics beat okay. LeBron and took Kyrie. Okay. Uh, so I that was I, that was my theory, and I'm pretty sure that was proven with yep. my little research that I did there. Sure, yeah, good job. <laughs> yep. So our big uh, big question marks on that one were uh, yeah, Anthony, Anthony Edwards, Jalen Brown. No reason Anthony Edwards should, is on there and a guy that hasn't played a game shouldn't be. Especially because I'm very critical of Cade. Cade, be going into last college season, was not projected to be the number one overall pick. People just randomly in a COVID year thought, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see if Cade's good, but uh, obviously it'll be good, but... I don't know. I think having Kevin Herter, DeAndre Hunter on there instead of yeah. Anthony Edwards, instead of Jalen Brown. Yeah. Jalen yeah. Brown is better than I would. I would. I think a lot of people, if Jalen Brown was healthy, if you knew he plays the whole season, I think a lot of people take him over Shea. I think a lot of people take him over. De'Aaron Fox has a lot of question marks for from people around the league right now. I don't know why. I think De'Aaron Fox is really good. I think a lot of people take him over OG. Oh yeah, oh yeah, OG's probably too high on this list. Yeah. Too. Yep. Like, so there's just, you know, we wanted to talk about that because that was absolutely insane that Jalen Brown wasn't on this list. As yeah. Timberwolves fans, we're upset that Anthony Edwards isn't on there because he probably should be. But 
as Timberwolves fans, I'm more upset that Jalen Brown wasn't on there. Yeah, I, I think uh, you know I'm fine if, if it, people don't want to, you know, put Ant on there because I think uh, a lot of things with Ant, if Ant sees this list, he's just gonna be like, all right, like, all right. He's I mean, he's like, the best baseball win. player. He's the best basketball player. He's yeah. the best football player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, I think he saw, you know, when that rookie of the year happened last year. I think he he took that and he was like, "All right, now now you guys got to deal with me." Like, well, me, it, he also year. that was him his way of realizing, okay, I'm on the Timberwolves. We're not going to get the marketing that a ball like oh, Lamelo had Lonzo and his dad giving him marketing for three four years before he yeah. even got in the league. So, I think yeah. Ant understands the politics of at the yeah. NBA a little bit more now and under, just probably doesn't care at all. So. Yeah, probably it's just like we got to win for us to get get some kind of recognition yeah well that was it for basketball preseason we don't have a ton but we did want to cover some minnesota timberwolf stuff because we are focused primarily on minnesota stuff because you know that's where we are first topic in the nfl is we have a couple big free agents or almost one of them almost was a free agent so it was originally reported that stefan gilmore was cut by the patriots yep released was released however before he was officially released the panthers made a deal and traded a sixth round pick for those of you who don't know they just traded for cj henderson from the jaguars as well so to me this is saying the jaguars are the panthers think that they are playoff slash super bowl contenders they're win now mode because yeah. you're trying like cj henderson wasn't good enough for them so they went and got another corner so they're finding right. the weakness on their team they're getting making better making that better and they think sam Darnold's good enough to at least win them the game and without cmc they clearly think that their attack's still good enough so i thought that was cool i like the fit on the panthers i think he is a fit for the, the those uh, that team however i thought he would be i thought he would potentially go to the packers the chiefs or i tweeted out another team but there were a couple teams i thought yeah, i was gonna say it'd be better to you know not uh, first three things that came to my head i was like better to see him not getting released and getting signed by the you know the packers or the chiefs or the, or the bucks, bucks. Yeah. yeah so everybody thought chiefs bucks right away i thought he would be a great fit on the chiefs but mainly because his first game would have been Hughes, so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then i also i thought packers would be a thing just because they're a contender best team in their division right now yeah, they tend to go if only aaron Rodgers was there long term you know <laughs> They did sign, the Packers, however, did sign somebody else, which was Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith, who I loved coming out of college, I his horrific injury made him drop. He was a early, he was supposed to be a top 10 pick, and then he, his knee, oof. But ended up doing really well. However, if you've been watching the Cowboy games this year, which a lot of people do, he, team. I don't know if it's Dan Quinn's system being more complicated than what he's had in the past, but he did look a little lost however i think he would have been able to pick it up in the in like the future i think this was more a money thing to try to make sure because right now zeke is a bit overpaid and they've had they have a lot of high paid players i think this was just a saving money for the future because they're on the hook for his contract this season but not next season or like the following seasons after that it's completely voided so yeah. i think this is all money saved so that they can eventually sign like parsons trayvon diggs i yeah. think there is a there's a i think they're they're more like the, obviously the cowboys know the most about his his health status compared to everyone so i think there may possibly have been a little bit of uh maybe a health question in there 
I hope uh, that's not. I hope that's not the case. Uh, but Cutting you know, the, a guy the, after you give him an extension because of a health thing. Right. So, but I think the Packers, you know, it's a low risk, high reward. Right, and they don't have to pay the majority of a salary. They can pay him yeah. the minimum because he still gets nine million or something for the Cowboys. So, yeah, smart move by the Packers. Sucks as a Vikings fan. Sucks because he's good and because he's going to a team that needed linebacker help. So, I'm glad because I'm happy for him though. Very happy. Perfect. Uh, speaking of the Vikings and their linebackers, though, Anthony Barr has missed 17 games or 18 games straight. Uh, he hasn't played uh, professional football in 13 months. Yeah. So over a year expected to be back as well as Dalvin Cook, except Dalvin already is talking about how he will be p- playing at a different pace because he is still injured. And he yeah, doesn't know 100 percent. Well, so, I have to play him in fantasy because my team sucks. So regardless of it, if he's 100%, he's going to be in there for me. Well, I don't like when players go into games saying they're hurt. It's just a, it's just, to me, it's like, oh, if I do bad, now you know why. Yeah. Or for me, it's like, okay, great. You're playing in the game. So give it your all. Yeah. Nice. No, I mean, it's it, if only the Vikings had, like, a backup running back that is fully capable of starting a game. And a rookie, quarter, a rookie and being one in three, if they could, you know, maybe try experimenting, throwing a rookie out there that had high explosive potential that's available uh, yeah. now. Yeah, Kenny's back now, right? Kenny is back. Yeah. He, they, I, don't, I don't think they've activated him, though. I thought Amir got cut, so I thought. Amir is back. So no. can they could they they cut Wap Fillier to keep oh, yeah. Amir? They could I like so leave Dalvin on the bench again for one more week until he maybe hopefully feels one hundred percent. Run Madison and then see what can they like does does yeah. can they have some explosiveness that would be good to for the team? Yeah, nobody knows what to what they're going to give with Kenny. If Amir's out there, he's going to do a little dink and dunk, or he's going to do a flat, or he's going to pass block. Oh, That's yeah. what Amir's and if, and do. If, if they try to run him between the tackles, it will be a two-yard gain max. Yeah. We know what he has. You're one in three. I know every game from here on out is must win, but it's also a good time to try something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I get Zimmer, I know, is like the hottest seat of all coaches besides maybe Urban Meyer or something like that, but... Um, I mean, is that, <laughs> he does like hot seats. So Zimmer does want to protect his job, but give something, give it a shot, man. Just try Kenny out. You don't have to put that because I don't want Dalvin to get further hurt pushing right. it. Yeah. Just like, with with bar, get out there. Just get out there. You're you're getting paid so much money and you haven't played, you aren't playing football. Well, yeah. Yeah. And this is, he's got that kind of a big one year deal essentially. And then the rest of his stuff is void. So, but yeah, when it comes to bar, um, I know Andre Patterson made, like made a statement um he's like we're gonna get bar back which is going to basically change what we can do on defense sounds like bar will only be playing two downs as well vigil will be playing downs one and two and then on downs three and four bar will go in or third down bar will at least he's out there yeah so but yeah it's gonna change what we can do when it comes to like pass rushing too like exactly that's what they said bar is a better pass rusher than vigil and he's better uh pass coverage than vigil so that's why they want vigil there for running downs and bar in for passing downs yeah so that's the plan for the future however here's a little inside information that you won't get on national news I've listened to other Minnesota sports stations. They haven't talked about this. So if you're listening to this podcast, uh, this is some information that other people haven't talked about. I've been watching, paying attention to Vikings practices, watching some 
clips and films that come out and trying to get some information out there. Uh, there's a lot of times where Anthony Barr is kind of by himself, and I don't know if that's a sign. I don't want to read too much into something, you know. Try to try. I just I like to get to know the locker room because the locker room determines if you go to a game in like you go to a stadium and watch a game, you can feel. And when you're watching the players warm up, you can feel which team thinks is more confident. You can feel which team has good chemistry. You can see which players are good friends. It's very obvious. Cam Dantzler, Chris Boyd, Cam Dantzler and Justin Jefferson are always by each other. So it's clear that they're good friends because they're always by each other. Right. We're in interviews JJ and, and Thielen are like that too. Thielen and Kirk, like there's some, yeah, there's some connections you can clearly see there. Anthony Barr is by himself a lot. A lot of times he's by himself, or people will they'll be in like a group of three, and the and he'll be one of the three, and then the two will split off. So I don't know if he likes to be by himself. Maybe the other players know he's on his way out after this year. Or maybe they're sick of him being... I don't know what's going on there. I'm not trying to read too much into it. It might be nothing. That was one thing that caught my eye. and something I think we should pay attention to. Because that chemistry carries onto the field. And I would hate for Barr to go in and not... Yeah, you know, him and Kendricks have been really close too. That was one of the players I saw split from him today. So... Is Kendricks completely... They were walking and Kendricks was... And Barr was still back here. Yeah. Just, I think it's something to pay attention to. Uh, if you see a call being made, like a defensive audible by Kendricks or Harry, you might see, I, I'm going to be paying attention to Barr's reaction to see if he makes an automatic change. Well, because Barr's the, Barr's the mic. So, typically. So, or like I think got the, Ken, doesn't Kendricks? Mic? Well, the Barr used to. I wouldn't make Barr the mic anymore. Yeah, There's I no reason. He hasn't played in a year. He doesn't know anything. So, um, yeah, when Kendricks makes an auto defensive audible, I want to see how Barr reacts. So, yeah, just something to pay attention to. I haven't seen other people talk about it, so I wanted to bring that up for people that were interested. Speaking of Vikings, though, as we're all we're still on the topic, their game this week is against the Motor City Kitties. The Detroit Lions are playing the Vikings. Uh, Vikings are something like they are nine-point favorites. Nice. They so it's they op- they opened at nine and then they dropped down to six. So a lot of early money went under the like uh, the Lions. Now they're back up to nine, probably they, with the bar and the cook news. So they are they're something like nine point favorites. So they're expected to win. I get why, but the Lions almost beat the Ravens. Yeah, they're playing hard. The Lions are playing hard. Th- right, they play hard. They have good. They have good players not great players there's a couple that i really like and like i've mentioned before i do think the lions are a fun team to watch a lot of the time they're just you know heartbreaking for their fans i get that i think it's gonna be closer than that nine i don't think with the vikings often play down to their opponent and the vikings have been giving games away yeah they've been losing close games in traditional vikings fashion just super heartbreaking this shouldn't the one thing that shouldn't happen is the one thing that's happening. Oh, it's a, it's a short field. It's a easy field goal. He's made this field goal a hundred times. Right. Just there's the Browns should have beat them by thirty. Yeah, the Browns. We didn't deserve. We didn't. We didn't deserve to win the Browns game. But they should have beat the Cardinals. Out. They should have beat the Bengals. Yeah, we <sighs> didn't deserve to win the Browns game, but we also should have had a chance. 
Right. But uh, if Baker hits three of those throws that he yeah, missed. Yeah, to, if he, yeah. If, if Baker doesn't throw the ball behind OBJ. After well, there OBJ was one. Stansler. There was one ball where OBJ gave up. Baker would have hit it, but OBJ stops running. Just want, I wanted to point that out. It wasn't yeah. all on Baker. Yeah, were, yeah, there was one, though, that OBJ was running and he had to, like, reach back and it was past him so right so we shouldn't we did not i'm we didn't deserve the browns win but they shouldn't be as bad as they are i think it's gonna be closer i think i think the lions are gonna keep it close there is a chance the vikings lose this game absolutely i think no team is ever a guaranteed loss maybe if the chiefs and jets played right now i would say it's a guaranteed loss for the chiefs for the chiefs absolutely yep Yep, Zach Wilson, seven touchdown passes, first half, yeah. bench him. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think the Lions have a couple running backs that they can run, but I don't think the... I thought the Vikings would have way better pass def- or run defense than they currently have, yeah. and they just don't. Their defense hasn't really gotten as good as I thought they would be, and their offense has been extremely underwhelming. I mentioned this really early on. Clint Kubiak's not a... Not the, when oh, here's here's another thing. So we used to run play action like 29% of the time, and that has been cut in half to like 14%. You have the best play action quarterback in the league, um, and you're not using that tool. I'm um, glad you brought that up because Brandon Staley of the Chargers mentioned in an interview today, you do not have to have a good run game to run off play action. It's all about mentality. You need to have good blocking. You need to have the right mentality to run pass uh, play action. You have to have a quarterback with a good arm. So even if they don't think like, oh, if Dalvin's not running as hard and Alexander Madison isn't as big of a threat to the defense, you can still run play action. Kirk is very good on play action. And play action is just diversion. At least if that play action is there, you might get one defender to bite. You might not get the defense to bite, but you might get the one defender that you need and the, yeah, to the, get that the play. Next thing is to find who, which defender is guarding one of your players and then abuse that. So, And Kirk's good enough to read that. And if he's not, he'll just chuck it up to Thielen. Yeah. <laughs> or he'll dump it off to... And, I, just, I don't know. We should be running more play action, and our play calling has been terrible. So I do think I think the Vikings win, but don't count out the Lions. Here's another thing. It being the 0-4 Lions and them not having a Miles Garrett. Or Marvin or, Jones. Or Marvin Jones. They don't have a Miles Garrett on their side. I think this would be a great opportunity to get a lot of Christian Derrissaw snaps. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. A ton of it. He can't be worse than Rashad Hill. Try, maybe try Wyatt Davis at center, too. Yeah. Or guard. I don't know. Oli's been doing okay, but... Yeah. Give it a shot. Like I said, now's a good time to experiment. You're 1-3 against an 0-4 team. Put Mason Cole out there. Put Wyatt David, Davis, Mason Cole, Christian Derrissaw out there. Yep. With, with, Kenne, and, with Kenne and Madison as your two backs. Yep. And then put Chris Herndon... Have Chris Herndon do something because you traded a fourth-round pick for him. Right. Please. Uh, I think a, a lot of people have talked about this. This may be Zimmer's last game if they lose. Yeah, it hasn't been impressive. They could be 4-0. This, is, this isn't Zimmer's fault, in my opinion. Kubiak is... Yeah. The yeah. offense is just... Even when they looked good, they didn't look good. I don't know how to phrase it, but... Yeah, I mean, they were what? They were trading blows with the Cardinals, and then... I mean, okay, so first... I do that in the back alley behind my house. 
Uh-oh. Well, I mean, like, okay, so Kirk leads them right down the field. Game one versus Cincy, Dalvin fumbles. Kirk leads them down versus Arizona. Uh, Joseph flanks or shanks it, slaughtered the Seahawks, and then quite possibly the worst play called game versus the Browns ever. Yep. So. Yep. The fir- after the first drive, they never made it into the end zone. Yeah, first or the red games, zone. First three games weren't horrible, but they could have been better. But then the Browns game was just bad. Yeah, Brown- the Browns game, they had one trip into the red zone. That's terrible. We yeah. scored. The JJ so, touchdown. Do you think Vikings win or lose against the Lions? Uh, I'm going to go with a win. I'm going with a win as well. We did want to- We have a couple more games we wanted to talk about. Broncos versus Steelers. The Steelers are favored in this game. It is at Pittsburgh. I think Broncos win. Yep, and take the Broncos as well. I think the Broncos are playing great defense, mistake-free football, and we've mentioned it all year. The Steelers and Seahawks are the most overrated teams in their divisions, and it's not necessarily because they're bad. It's just they're not as good as their competition right now, and they have a couple key play, a couple key positions that not like their offensive line isn't good, and they can't protect a quarterback who's not playing well. Their receivers drop a lot of balls and their defense which is supposed to be the shining light of the Steelers hasn't been playing to the level that they could play at yeah I think both teams have spotlights on each side and what I mean by that is like there's like the one player on each side of the ball whether it's you know TJ Watt or Russell Wilson you know on either side or whatever that are like if they can't carry that side of the like that side of the team then like they're just not gonna do anything like they're not gonna be able to be competitive so if russell wilson can't do his stuff the seahawks aren't gonna be competitive or if tj Watt can't do his stuff the steelers aren't gonna be competitive so i mean there's more to it but like like you kind of go as your the, star player goes yeah. most of the and time that, you go as your that quarterback happens, goes. that happens a lot with like the seahawks because like they got good receivers they got a, a decent running back but like they just it's hard to get going when they're not well, that's the thing is that the Steelers have good good receivers, but they have a lot of drops. Yeah, they, tight, they have I mean, two good tight ends. They're you often go as your quarterback goes, and Ben Roethlisberger is two years beyond retirement. Yeah, and it's not it's, their backups aren't any better. Yep, Dwayne Haskins and Mason Rudolph not great. Next year, when they have Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback, did you see that whole uh, thing? No. Oh, he uh, Aaron Rodgers winked at. Mike Tomlin and they were like kind of flirting back and forth and Mike Tomlin smiled right back and Aaron Rodgers is potentially free agent next year. Well, I mean, he'll go and, to, he'll be in purple though. Yeah. Following in far steps. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger is gone after this year. The team's already built for, if you placed Aaron Rodgers on the Steelers, they're probably first in their division right now. That's all the talk was today. You can say that to a lot of teams though. Right. You can say that on some, on a good amount of teams, but it's not as good as when Brady entered the Bucks. but it would be a way better team with Rodgers there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Same with the Vikings. <clears throat> but Steelers don't have an offensive line that can protect him. So, if getting Aaron Rodgers means we get to cut Chad Beebe to free up that number twelve jersey, or no, D.D. Westbrook now is twelve. If we have to cut D.D. Westbrook to get that, no, uh, Rodgers will switch his number to four. Okay, because right. <laughs> one plus two, yeah. <laughs> one times two. Oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry, my bad. I don't maths. This is but not yeah. a math podcast. <laughs> but we've ta- we we keep trying to tell people that, and they're always like in the comment section, like, "Oh, please, please refresh me on the Pythagorean theorem." I'm like, I'm yeah. it's not a bad "Do one. sine and cosine." It's like, no, <laughs> no, we don't do that here. 
What about the standard deviation? Can we go over that? This and no, stop. Show me a not, parabola. This is not a po- not a math podcast. Show Sorry. me a parabola. Uh, but yeah, Broncos over Steelers. I think that's one of those games that uh, they have wrong at the moment. Steelers are favored. Last game, Titans Jags. This one is more so. We just brought this one up because like it's just Titans versus the Jags. You know, like you've got it. And a lot of the, the, a lot of the other matchups, we're not one hundred percent sure on what's going to yeah. happen. So this one. The the Broncos Steelers could go either way, you know. You don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen, but the Titans Jags should go one way. Yeah, it, absolutely. It I mean, I really think the Titans should just grind it out, grind out a win. Yeah, they should just, you know, they should just kind of back their back their butt against the wall or like a right. stool, just like just back it up, just back it up. Right, D backs, offensive linemen, hands out, hands <laughs> out. Yep, smile on your face. You know? Yep, maybe. And then look around a little bit. Yeah, and if all, you know, for the Jags, if you lose another game, cancel your meeting Monday. It's exactly. There's You got to own it. You got to own it. Yeah. Absolutely. Own it like your own restaurant. Own Just own it. Yeah. Yeah, Titans versus Jags. Titans should run away. Ryan Tannehill yeah. after the first week, first week looked terrible. Ever since then, Titans have looked really good. Yeah. They beat the Seahawks, which I mentioned last week. I think Seahawks are overrated. Like, that's why I wasn't excited about the Vikings win over them because it's like, yeah, it's a win, but it's against a team I don't think that great. Yeah. Titans had to do a comeback win over the Seahawks, had a bad first week. I don't know. So I do think they – obviously, I think they beat the Jags. Right. It's going to be off the back of Derrick Henry. Yep. yep. You know, 350 yards, 14 touchdowns, <laughs> something something like that. Sounds about that's, right. I guess, like you said earlier, it's got to grind it out. Yeah, just grind it out. Just really, really grind it out. Very, very important. Set the bar high. Go to that bar. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sit Own there. that bar. Own, Own that, that bar. bar. Own it. Yep. But just sit there and have a good time by grinding it out. Absolutely. Relax. Take the day off. Relax. Grind it out. But yeah, that's, I mean, we don't have too much to say on that game. I really think the key matchup is Derrick Henry versus the entire defense. The Jags don't really have anybody to stop them. The Jags don't really have any. It's the Trevor Lawrence show now. And the Titans defense, while still not great, doesn't really have to defend anyone. The Jags have so many. It's There are a couple teams that their deficiencies, there's just so much more than one position. And I feel terrible for those teams. The Browns were that way for a long time. And then they decided, all right, we're going to spend a whole bunch of money and make some trades so that we have 20 draft picks a year. One of these guys are going to stick. One of these guys are going to stick. And he did. Yeah, that's all we got there. I think that's all we got for sports in general. Yeah, I got one thing. Uh, you know, the, uh, the Yankees are out of the playoffs. so That's good news for everyone. Everyone can cheer. Everyone can cheer there. Yeah, good news for everyone. Yankees are out of the playoffs. The only sad thing is Judge isn't there. Can we let Judge play still? That'd be fine. Yeah, I got my tongue is swollen. I feel like a, I have like a swollen lymph node hurts. You need me to lick it? Yeah, if I do this. Yeah, I can feel the pain in my tongue. Should we do the best for a podcast like that? Look like a fucking try him. <laughs> try. Well, anyway, that's all we got. Do you have anything else, sports-wise? Um, hockey starts in five days. No one gives a shit. Yep, <laughs> I'm sorry, hockey fans, but just, just. We're not a hockey um, podcast. We're not a baseball podcast. Fuck hockey, man. <laughs> I'd rather talk about baseball, tennis, or golf. I'd rather you force me to talk about those than willingly talk about hockey. I like golf highlights. I like golf highlights. I like. I can watch highlights. golf and tennis. 
I can watch soccer highlights. I can watch a whole day's worth of golf. I cannot watch one period of hockey without just... just I want to go walk outside. I want to go outside. I, I would. I want to read a book. I want to clean the house. Watch I want paint to dry. Watch paint dry. Uh, jump off my deck. It's hockey, man. So yeah, hockey starting. Have fun for the people that want to watch that. Anyway, if you enjoyed this podcast, this was the end of our sports section. Uh, check out our Marvel section. If you already came from Marvel, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> said that last week welcome at the end uh thanks for watching if you enjoyed hit that like button if you didn't enjoy hit, hit that, that dislike like. button so then we know otherwise but still follow but still subscribe so that you can let us know how bad we are every week uh and also let reach us reach out to reach out to us on twitter i know that the steelers broncos is a discussion that i think would get some reaction so please let us know your opinion on the, yeah, our and we picks this week we have gotten the most interaction from Philly fans, so Pittsburgh we could get some more. I mean, Philly fans are most probably all mostly Eagles fans, but uh, sad for them. Eagles might have a good game this week, but who cares? Who cares? Uh, anyway, thank you for watching. Like, subscribe, kiss me. All right, <laughs> and you know, just have a great day. If, it, if you're not having a good day, make it a great one. Make it a great weekend. Uh, it's spooky season, so you know maybe hide behind a corner and jump out and scare somebody. Just yeah. have some have some fun. Enjoy yeah. your life. You look amazing. So you don't you don't need to wear clothes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm talking to you. Not. I definitely need to wear clothes, but oh. you know the people watching, if they feel like being naked, be, you know more power to them. But uh, for the people watching, you do you look amazing. You truly look amazing. You don't, yeah, look. <laughs> um, but yeah, so thank you so much. I very much appreciate every one of you. Make it a great day. GG. GG. Oh.